Hello, friends. Welcome to All Things Divine. I am your host, Erica Dontello. Thank you for waiting patiently for this episode. There was a minor delay because I had dental work done and unfortunately, I needed more time to recover. But I did not forget to talk about my fourth session to my Black History Month series. And I just really wanted to bring this full circle. So although I have barely touched the surface, this will give a great idea of my personal Black history, and my goal was for everyone to learn and to grow. Now, our community, also known as the Divine Tribe, is here so that you feel safe and secure, deeply centered and grounded within your home. Your home is your mind, body, spirit, soul, and physical environments. You are welcomed, accepted, and honored in our space, and together we will heal and grow our sacred space of home. So let's get started on Old Foley. Can we talk about the fact that I'm an ambassador for Comfort Clothing? I love this brand and I love their slightly weighted tranquil hoodie that helps with anxiety and stress. It is so comfortable and soft and my favorite place to wear it is in the airport because that's when I get the most anxiety. But honestly, it's my go-to hoodie. I love it so much that I got the sweats and I got it in other colors. Now, let me drop a little tea. They are having a 60% off sale right now. And I want to give you a little extra off because, you know, you're my friends and we share things. So head over to comfort.com and use my code ericad 15 to get an additional percentage off your purchase. The details will be in the description. Now we are on my mother's side and my mother's grandmother's father's name ended with Foley. So my great-grandmother's father's name, we'll just say Foley. He was a black man, and I can't confirm if he was a slave. I'm pretty sure he wasn't because the slaves that were freed from old Foley were two generations prior. So my great-great-grandfather's great-great-grandfather was a white man. His name was Washington Greenlee Foley. He was a slave owner that owned one of the biggest plantations in Texas. Now, let me just stop you right there and explain something. We're just going to, we're going to take a quick pause. He did own slaves. And I do understand that part of black history was that slaves, when they were freed, they took their slave owner's last name so that didn't technically mean that that's like quote unquote an ancestor because they did not have any dna but that is not the case in my situation this slave owner is my blood ancestor so i'm sure you know what that means if i am matched the dna wise with his I'll say offspring, which I am part of the offspring, but we are all DNA matched. So, you know, definitely we we know what that means. So as you know, I have mentioned that I have Nigerian in me and I know that it came from this particular strand of my family tree. Unfortunately, I have not been able to track the slave that birthed my great-great-grandfather's great-grandfather or mother. And I've tried to find a slave, but I have been unable to. 
And I know that there was a slave cemetery on the plantation, but it is lost on the land. There is a book and many articles that have been written about my ancestors. One book that is not, that is no longer in print is called Ole Foley, the story of W.G.L. Foley, a Texas planner whose family tree withered and died. Now, first off, okay, Mr. Author, we did not wither and die. So you must be talking about the plantation, okay, because that is definitely gone, but the Foley's are still very much here and very strong. Freedom Mastery is the number one life planner. It not only helps you get organized, but it also teaches you about manifestation. Now their intention is to create the best tools, planners, and trainings that help you create freedom on all levels of life so that you can manifest your dream life. They have worldwide shipping, fast results, and over 500,000 users. So if you want to get organized while also manifesting your dream life and seeing it come to fruition, go ahead and check out Freedom Mastery at freedommastery.com. You will not regret it. In 1995, the Texas State History Association wrote an article about Washington Greenlee Foley. So what they stated was that Foley was a wealthy man and made extensive loans to settlers and merchants in the area, including one for $1,000 to Gail Borden to finance his meat biscuit. Okay, now y'all know where I'm going. Y'all heard Borden. That's how deep it goes. I'm telling you, Black history is rich. Now, in 1851, on the tax roll for Lavaca County, Foley was listed as owning 95 slaves and over 12,000 acres. He had five sons and two daughters. Sarah Foley died in 1863. That was his wife. And of course, Washington Greenlee Foley, he died on January 23rd of 1874. And his funeral was actually attended by 70 of his former slaves. Now, in June of 2013, there were numerous articles published by the Austin American Statesman, Victoria Chronicles, and I believe it's called the Houston Chronicle. But they wrote about the truth in the gathering of two races at the Foley Plantation. Now, I wish that I would have been there. I really wish that I would have known about it because I would have driven there so fast. But unfortunately, I was not there. However, I did see a few relatives in those article pics. So you know what? That's me throwing a little shade towards a couple relatives, but it's okay. I saw y'all in those pictures. <laughs> so here's an excerpt from a former slave regarding my grandfather. And I'm going to, they, they wrote it in her exact verbiage, but I'm going to just um, kind of clean it up a little bit. I don't want to read it exactly how it was written. And I do appreciate that they wrote it exactly how she said it. But for this episode's sake, here we go. So she said, Master McCullough sold us to Master Foley. He had a cotton plantation near Hallettsville, Lavaca County. He was pretty good to us, but I believe that we were owned by him when slavery ended. He just didn't tell them about it. 
and a bunch of Yankee soldiers came to the southern states and told the slaves the news that they were free and that they could walk off of the plantation. So by now, every Texas school child should know the story and the delivery of the Emancipation Proclamation and the Union soldiers at Galveston on June 19, 1865. And that event is now celebrated throughout the state for Juneteenth. Though the proclamation had mandated the liberation of persons in bondage in 1863, slaves in Texas and other Southern states were not immediately granted their freedom. I know that we have all heard the story. Now the conflict that tore apart the nation had officially ended. Some slaveholders perhaps did not believe that the South would lose the war. Now that I have to stop just a second there because that sounds really familiar of something that happened a few years ago, but you know what? We're not going to go there. We're not talking politics, even though technically we are because we're, we're talking about all these things, but we're talking about these things because it has to do with my personal black history. This is my ancestor. And these are facts. So Bexter County bills of sale show slaves being traded just days before the delivery of the proclamation to Texas. Now, the previous excerpt that I read from the former slave is a footnote of how Black people across the South learned that they were free. The Yankees had to come to Southern states, walk on those plantations, tell those slaves that they were free and that they could leave. I mean, can you just imagine that happening and just even having a bunch of Yankee soldiers coming onto the land and you're already afraid because you are a slave and then they're coming here and you're thinking, okay, well, can I really trust that I'm free? Like, can we just leave? And honestly, I want to point out that now most of the slaves, they left. They were like, peace out, Foley's. We are gone but then some of them stayed on that land because they just didn't know another way. And they felt like, you know, I don't know how to take care of myself. We don't even know where we're going to go. We're just going to be roaming around. We may not be safe. And also it could have been a mental thing. Like they were slaves and so their mind was caged as well. So they wanted to stay with the slave owner and continue to work. I don't know if they got paid for them working Uh, on the land because that's what should have happened then I cannot confirm that Um, so I just can only tell you that part but I have no proof on if they were paid or not and what happened after the fact well I do know after the fact that there was a daughter of Washington Green Lee Foley's you know unfortunately she's one of my ancestors and this is so crazy because it's like I'm talking about one of my ancestors being brutal to another portion of me, another set of ancestors. And that's what happened. There was a daughter that he had, you know, I don't want to call her name out. I don't need any cousins trying to come and be like, why are you talking about my great grandmother or my great, 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 great aunt? Because she's mine too. And y'all know she did this. But anyway, she was horrible to the slaves. She beat them. She just was just awful. And I thought to myself, why didn't they just leave? Like she couldn't have done anything. They were free. Why did you stay there and take that treatment? 
but they did. And I'm sure some of them did like run off and leave after the, after the fact. But, um, yeah, she was horrible to the slaves after they were free and they decided to stay on the plantation to basically keep it going. But that didn't work out too long. Okay. That's me throwing a little shade. So <laughs> during its peak years, the Foley plantation was noted for its expanse of again, 12,000 acres, its cotton production and slave holdings, and for the family's influence and wealth. The Foley's were very wealthy, a highly influential family in Texas. Now, the descendants of Washington Greenleaf Foley, hello, that is me as well, they maintain a strong bond to their heritage, which includes ancestors who died during the 1836 Battle of Goliad against Santa Ana's army and at San Jacinto, where Santa Ana was defeated. There were also deaths from the Indian tax and disease. Now, wait a damn minute, okay? Y'all bringing up the Indians? Now, we aren't going to just sit here and start just throwing everybody in here and talking about all my ancestors. But obviously, you can see how we were all intertwined, and that further confirms my personal Black history. Because of the Foley involvement with the Texas Revolution, descendants were eligible for membership in the Daughters and Sons of the Republic of Texas. Now, I'm not sure I would have joined that group or that I would like to join the group. Like, what are the benefits? I mean, I love our divine tribe and community, so I'm going to rock with us. But that is really interesting that they are acknowledging the Foley family and our heritage and, you know, letting us join the Daughters and Sons of the Republic of Texas. I mean, I'm gonna have to look into that. I, mean, I don't live in Texas anymore, but, you know, my family's there. So I'm like, what? what's the benefits? Now, I know it's not going to be reparations. Although, if I can be a little, throw a little shade, I feel like I'm owed repara reparations on both sides. The indigenous and the slaves, the African slaves. But you know what? We're going to just keep going. Now, there are so many other things that I could tell you about the Foley's, but I will just leave it at that. Now, I truly appreciate everyone who tuned in to my Black History bonus episodes. I am so proud of who I am. I am proud of all of my ancestors, the African, European, and Indigenous. No, History is not rainbow, rainbows and unicorn dust, but I honor those times. I identify with them and I am so grateful for being me. So going forward into the next multiple months, <laughs> just going forward in general, I challenge you to take inventory of your thoughts. When you see a darker skinned American, don't automatically assume that they are from Africa, that they're 100%. Now that could be the case. As, you know, I said in an earlier episode of having a conversation with an Uber driver that was from Africa that knows all of his heritage. They were not forcefully brought over here versus this strand of my family tree who I have no idea. I just only know that I have Nigerian in me. So that may be in our history. But again, like me, I am also multiple other ethnicities and that is the core of who i am and i honor all of them and black history is the core 
of American history. You just heard me talk about the Texas Revolution, Juneteenth, the Battle um, of Goliad, the Battle of San Jacinto. That, that's all my history. So I will see you on Monday and I hope that February was great, but we are now into March and it is Women's History Month. So let's move forward and love on ourselves all March long with wellness. See you then.